Well, moving on to something ever so slightly rather different. Uh, by contrast, I'm sure that writer Paige Nick, who is an, uh, an award-winning advertising copywriter and novelist, I'm not sure if she has in mind to be guiding any young people with her columns that have been appearing in the Sunday Times for the last few years. Well, she no longer writes them, but um, many of them memorably live on in a brand new book. It's a collection called Pens Behaving Badly. They're both her columns and, and incredibly the letters that they seem to have elicited. Well, we've got her on the line to explain herself. Hi, Paige. Hello, Nancy. Happy Easter. Yes, and to you, and to you. I hope you're having a wonderful time. Now, Paige, just, just tell me, are you still an advertising copywriter? I know that you're a novelist, um, and I think that you're not writing the Sunday Times column anymore. The Times column is now once a month. Okay. So I've moved into a guest slot uh, once a month. In fact, I have a column uh, today, which is oh, very I exciting. Oh, I did have about, a quick look. Uh, yeah. Bishop Library and condoms. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> That's an interesting combination. Um, so, so it means doing them once a month means that you've got a little bit more time to think about them. But from what I understand, looking at your book, uh, which had me laughing out loud on many occasions, you you have done quite a lot of research for each and every one. I mean, they they although they sound sort of flippant and something like just happened to you. How much um, energy and research did you put into each column? Uh, you know, it was easily has been the best job I've ever had in my entire life, the column. One that I just love doing. And so it never felt too much like work, but um, I would spend, you know, a full week working on, on each column. You know, and sometimes even longer, sometimes I would have columns on a back burner that I'd be thinking about for a long time. And then just waiting for the right story to come up at a dinner party or, you know, for something to happen in popular culture. And that would just kind of then I go, oh, you know, that would match something that I started writing two months ago, you know. So I was constantly dipping in and, and filling them up and, and trying to decide what I want to write about next. Did you, did you, um, how did you come up with the, or, or were you given a, a, a sort of uh, a brief that was, or should I say, briefs that were applicable for your column. You know, when when they first signed you up, what did they ask for? Yes, well, I was actually. It was a really uh, good timing, as with all things is important. And I was speaking at the Franschek Literary Festival in 2011 about um, my novel, my first novel, which is called A Million Miles from Normal. And um, the one of the the MD of the Sunday Times was in the audience. And they were looking for a columnist at the time, and they approached me and asked me if I'd be interested. And I thought about it for about one third of a second and jumped at the opportunity. And then we just kind of settled on, uh, because my book was called A Million Miles from Normal, and we thought that would make a really nice um, column title. And so I just started writing. I actually also had a blog at the time called A Million Miles from Normal, where I covered a lot of the stuff that I went on to cover in my column. It was of the same genre. It was, I guess, an early version of the column. Yeah. And so it was just felt very natural just to carry everything I was doing through into the column. And then it just kind of grew a life and soil of its own. As, it as sure, sure did. Um, yes, absolutely natural. I mean, one can hear your sort of voice chattering away through here. And one of the things that it does, to, or your column did touch on, uh, still does touch on um, quite frequently, is the issue of sex. Uh, and it seems that you got lambasted if you talked about sex and lambasted if you didn't talk about sex. It was a bit <laughs> of a no-win situation. Did you go out of your way to talk about sex, lack of it, too much of it, this, that, or the other, well, with, you know, the back of your mind? It was always such a natural thing for me that the topic would all, almost just percolate and come to me and then that would be, it would be so natural that that would be what I was going to write about. 
So it wasn't something that I set out to, you know, I didn't set out to talk about it. It was just something that had come up in, in the news or something that had come up at a dinner party or something that it felt like people were talking about around me. Um, but as you say, I, I mean, it was astonishing. I would, you know, if I wrote a column about um, penis size, for example, I would get an equal amount of emails from people saying, how could you write about something so horrific? And then I would get an equal amount of emails from people saying, I'm so glad you addressed this topic. Um, I have a lot of questions. And, you know, could I, you know, ask you some questions and could we have this debate? And I'm really pleased you brought it up. So like you said, it was, you know, win if you do, and lose if you do, lose if you don't, yeah, win if you do, win yeah. if you don't. Never mind. Um, could you give me some advice? What about could you come and join me for coffee? I, yeah, I think you've got too. quite a lot of that too. <laughs> that's it, too. It's it's um yeah it's it's quite a sort of a a difficult issue, but you, I have to ask you now all these letters that have been um, elicited by as, as a result of your columns, are they real? A hundred million million percent real. Every single one of them. I can't, I can't believe absolutely it. Absolutely, hundred percent real. And I tell you what, I sent an email. Uh, this week off to every single letter writer. There are 119, because there are actually 152 letters in the book, but 119 of them are from individuals because some people tend to write over and over again. Um, so I sent an email off to all 119 to say, hi, if you're reading this email, at some point in the last four years you've written to me and I want to let you know that you are now published in this book. I'm very excited that you join me in print. You know, we've always had this lovely conversation. And then I got this slew of fantastic emails back. And I kind of think I want to do another book of the responses to yeah. the responses. So, no, every single uh, letter is 100% legitimate. I'm absolutely astonished. I mean, it's not just the the content and the quality. And I see that you've published them verbatim, spelling mistakes yes. and all, which is... Yeah, which is... Warts and all. Although we did um, change the name to percent, you know protect the innocent and the guilty yes so i see mr insatiable wiseman <laughs> and they've all got a um, motorbike molly yes absolutely <laughs> but they all agreed they all didn't really mind but what's astonishing about the response is is the, the length of them I mean, i'm assuming that most of them are email yes yes a couple of beautifully handwritten letters which really moved me those 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 moved me incredibly but yeah some very long people sit down and write maybe for an hour and write me you know the story of their lives you know there are a couple there that are very moving there's one you know about a gentleman a guy who decided a peter who decided he wanted to become petra and you know hit the story of his transformation so some some really um intense feelings from, from people Yes, I'm looking at one here which is from Texter. Um, Lekker article, Nick, I just think that emo different we are from one another. Uh, I mean, it's just, it, it's just priceless. You couldn't put this together because I thought she couldn't possibly have written all these. So they're no. all absolutely 100% genuine. There's just too many different voices. And, and ever made that up. And, you know, I also found, I found often... The same thing happens in real life as it does in the column for me. They're very much, you know, people always say to me, did this really happen? Is it true? Everything's completely true. This is, you know, it's all melded into one. And I find if I go to a dinner party, I'd sit down at a dinner party and go around the table. What do you do? What do you do? Oh, I write a sex column or a column that sometimes covers sex. And it's incredible how people, the second they hear that, they feel they've been given permission to tell you things or that they want to discuss it. And... It was a revelation for did, me. did you carry a tape recorder in your bag? I would write everything down, but often <laughs> I would just sit very quietly and not, you know, I would never say a dirty word, and, and it's, it's coming from everybody else. People wanted to, to talk about 
you know, the, the skeletons in their closets or the things that they're thinking about or experiencing. How, how easily does the agony aunt hat sit on you? Is it something that you welcome or do you feel a little uncomfortable with it? Well, you know, I just did a, um, I've got a column in the Glamour this month, Glamour magazine, mm. about the, they asked me to do a, a column on the do's and don'ts of life. And I kind of wrote in the beginning, you know, it's not like I've done, you know, I'm, I'm not perfect. You know, I'm just bumbling along, figuring this, this out as I go along. So all I can really do is tell you what I've done wrong and you can learn from that. Or, or tell you what I've experienced and you can take it from there. So I feel less like an agony aunt and more like somebody who's just sharing, sharing the news. Yeah, somebody, <laughs> you could have, and somebody you could have that cup of coffee with. And I see from Keen Teen, we have, I'm a 13-year-old male and I learn a lot from reading new words and exciting articles which you produce in South Africa. I think you're doing something really good for the youth. So when you have in mind your target audience, they could be 13-year-old keen teen, they could be Wiseman who's a whole lot older. Do, 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 I mean, all ages, shapes and sizes, genders? All ages. And, you know, wherever I go, I get you know, an 80 or 90-year-old man or woman will come up and say, oh, I love your column, I really enjoy it. And then, you know, I might feel a little bit uncomfortable <laughs> or like I need to have a shower or something. And then, you know, a young boy like that will write to me. And first of all, I'm incredibly impressed that a 13-year-old boy is reading a, reading a newspaper. Mm. That makes me really excited. But, yeah, just uh, I never really wrote for a specific person. Uh, it was just writing what was happening or what struck, strikes me. And I kind of think that there's a human truth in sexuality. We all, even the strange stories, the strange stories fascinate us, but the more, the more common stories, there's a human truth that no matter what age you are, you can think about your first day. Yeah. Or you can think about being dumped. Um, everybody has that shared experience in some way. Yeah. So I think it did manage to speak to a wide range of people and, and I think that was a real blessing. Yeah, sure. Nowhere to hide, eh? And just very, very briefly and lastly, um, have, have there been, I'm just looking at one of your other columns here, have there been any dry spells, as it were, droughts, as in, um, I really can't think of a thing to write? Uh, when you're writing a weekly column, it just doesn't happen. You, mm. it, it can't. And if you don't have something, you write until you do have something. And what's interesting, as you mentioned before, now that I'm on uh, column once a month it's, I'm finding it difficult to adjust um, to that because I'm so used to that for, I did this for four and a half years every single Wednesday I was um, you know, filing a column and so now I think when you slow down and when you stop it's harder to start again Yeah. and mm. I think the trick is for all and this goes for all writing not just a column this goes for a book it's all about momentum the more you do the more you do so, yeah. And the other thing is that the, the subject matter, there's just so much to mine. I feel, I feel like I could have, could have written that column forever because life is always changing and relationships are always changing. Well, there's nothing going to stop you just keeping on writing and behaving extremely badly on the page. Page <laughs> Nick, lovely to have you with us. Thank you very much. So much. So oh, it's, it's a joy. Um, Pen, Pen's Behaving Badly it's by Paige Nick who you heard there and it's published by Quella and you can find her in the Sunday Times once a month and you will find her in the Sunday Times Lifestyle section right this very week